Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 106. So, I'm Graham, I'm here with Luke and Cody, Richie has the COVID, uh, we had three guests cancel on us, but it's fine, because we have Curtis, he's our sloppy fourth, um, he's here to save the day, I don't think he's done anything to his Jeep, uh, so I don't know like what we're going to talk about, it's still broken, um, but, you know, it's it's Curtis, so I'm sure we'll find something good to talk about here. Luke is laughing, and he's already found a stuffed animal to apparently... <laughs> this is Curtis is holding up a bear head that's been ripped off by his dog. Uh, it's, <laughs> the Curtis. eyes are gone, too, yeah. Curtis, when are you going to fix your shit? We'll, we'll give him the whole play-by-play, play. yeah. yeah what, gonna, what is, what's the what's, status? What's I know the plan? Th- okay, so we officially, we have the tube. The tube is in my okay. garage. Congrats. Now, how long do we have until we go to Roush? Seven months. We're not going to Roush. We're, we're going, going to Good to Evening. This year. Wait, so, what? Okay, well, I got seven, how, how long till Labor Day? That's what I uh, should say. Seven months? Like nine months? In it's, change, okay. or well, Labor Day is September, so yeah. you have almost ten nine months. months. Okay, cool. So I have eight months and 23 days to figure it out and fix That's it. That's all you're going to do? There's nothing else to work on? And you have no other trips coming up? I know last year you did like some other cool things. I mean, you're not I'll, even doing that? S'more? Well, if come on. I, if, I don't know. If I can make it to S'more, I'll probably fix it before then. But that's still Memorial Day. I mean, what, last weekend in May? Yeah. It really, I, saw, I mean, I still have six months to fix it. I guess you do have all like all just, summer and all oh, the hard spring. the hard part is, is I have to figure out how to make it so it won't do that again. And uh, maybe by adding is, a C pillar, I don't know. Crazy thought. Crazy no, no, thought. not even. All you if you just cut your halo off, fix the tube. You don't even have to. It's bolted in. Maybe if you just put your hand in your pants, put feel your nutsack, realize that you're being a bitch. And then just fix it, right? Cody, That's how that works. Calling the kettle black. When was the last time I really nope, did you? No, the first person I get to shit talk about not fixing their shit, so fuck you guys. That joke's old. Now I get to harass? Hackbar, all right? Goddamn. That's fine. You guys are allowed to harass me. <laughs> I don't know, that. man. Guys, it'll, it'll get fixed at some point. I keep saying the same thing, too. Or just don't fix it and just add tube. Honestly, I've thought about just wheeling it the way it is and it just making sure that fine. if I do if I do anything stupid that I cannot have a passenger in there. The other thing my side's do, fine. My side's yep. fine. And the only thing yeah. I can do at this point is make it worse. I mean, I mean you, it's it's a junky rear tube anyways. It's not like the main yeah. yeah, like protective structure for the com- the passenger or driver and, compartment. Okay, I don't so. know if you guys have been watching a lot of these Cherokees that have been flopping over and landing on their lids, but we all need to do something else different with our A-pillars because I watched, I've seen in the past three months, I've seen five rigs that flopped over on their lids and it literally just crushed the A-pillar, crushed that whole front section right in. I believe it. Crushed yeah. it in? You, uh, I want to see if I can find a picture. I, do you know who, what is it, Gady Terry, Gaddy Terry? Yes. Is Oh, he's the not... guy who, he was on that video of him um, yeah. going up and he rolls straight back onto the, yes. onto the roof, yes. right? 
And it literally just took those A pillars and just like that uh, video from the, or the guy from what is it, Colorado or something like that, that rolled off the mountain that had just crushed it was that a whole girl. Thing it was in. a 16 year old girl, but yeah, get it fucking right. Jeez. Oh, I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. Well, the one that, that died was a time. dude. No, no, the one that died. Oh, I thought you were talking about the white actually that rolled off the mountain. That's no. like, oh, uh, uh, my no, bad. We're sorry. Talking about, uh, oh, yeah. oh, you're talking about the one where the person's on the, like, on the trail and it flopped off. You're talking about yeah. that video? Yeah, never mind. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that was also wild. like a ridiculous. That would be like falling off the trail at Harlan. Yeah, uh, yeah you have the, trees to catch you at Harlan. The, uh, see, I don't know. <laughs> <spots>, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm gonna say this right now. We should all have made all of our cages out of two inch, one twenty wall, and not inch and three quarter. Because according to yeah, it's funny you mentioned that are too heavy. Yep. For inch and three quarter tube. Yep, I was looking at that. I was talking with Jacob. I forget why we were talking about Ultra Four, like some of the like lower classes, and then we were looking at the rules, and it's like, yeah, if it's over like forty five hundred pounds, you have to have two inch dom, like as standard. Yep, yep. Uh, and, and size there's no two. way any of our rigs are under forty five hundred no. pounds. No, no. Um, I mean, so my only thought on that is like. If I were to do it again, I don't know if I would do that. I think I would probably step up to like 188 wall for the A pillar and the B pillar supports. But the thing is, two in, and this has been proven time and time again. It's just like with my inch and a half uh, quarter wall upper link. Now, granted, it was bent, but Charlie did the same thing, and he did the same thing where it literally just started bending that. But an inch and three quarter 120 wall upper, it won't bend the tube as quickly as it will the inch and a half the the wall thickness does not do as much as the large or as the outer diameter does a larger outer diameter does more than er, yeah creates more strength than a thicker wall that's mm -hmm. why i don't know if you've noticed this but they started i noticed this a while ago but they've started gun drilling axle shafts yep that they don't snap off as easily like they like to do of course and basically, what is you what is gun drilling for people who don't machine things on a regular basis? Well, okay, it's just basically a gun drill is a certain type of drill that is very expensive to run, typically, and it drills very, very straight and a very, very nice hole. Like it almost reams the hole while you drill it. Yeah. It creates just a beautiful surface finish in there and everything. And they basically do that to hollow it out because tube is stronger than solid. Mm. And what? I don't, I don't understand what I, you, uh, someone explain. I mean, so this, this, I can, this is another I, area this, that I can actually get into and talk about. Cause it's very similar to drawn metal components versus machine metal components. Um, that base, uh, I, Luke, can I go first, please? Yeah. No, basically the way that it was explained to me and I'll do this in the dumbest terms possible. Somebody, those. if I'm wrong, the fact that you have, a surface on the outside and a surface on the inside creates more strength than it would if there's no surface on the inside. Does that make sense? So there's like, I'm trying to, exp I'm trying to think of the right way to do that. Th explain this, that like with a solid, there's no inner surface. It's just uh -huh. all the molecules together. Whereas when you have a piece of tube, you have an outer surface and an inner surface and something with having those two surfaces creates more strength than having a solid piece of metal. 
Are you trying to tell me air molecules are stronger than metal molecules right now? No, I, no, 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 no. It's not anything to do with air molecules. It's literally just to do with the surface. The fact. So the way yeah, I had it, area thing. Yeah, it's a surface area thing, basically. Where the more surface area that you have, the stronger well, something. Luke's gonna literally going to explain the whole thing over again. So why did we even have you say anything, Luke? Just tell us what it is. Because Luke's not going to just correct you. He's going to tell us the whole thing. So go, I, like, go. I like Curtis's explanation. That makes sense. So <laughs> essentially to build off of what Curtis said, um, when you are dealing with tube, instead of having your quote unquote two walls, if you were to make a section of a part, or I'm sorry, your one wall, when you make a section of a part, you have two walls, which are adding strength to it. Um, that's why, for example, if you were to take a piece of sheet metal and you wanted to make a half inch diameter wall or half inch diameter, you know, like inch long piece and you were to press it out of sheet metal, it would actually be stronger than if you were to machine the exact same thing out of, uh, or like a solid chunk. And then the other thing with it is you maintain, especially in the circumstances of DOM, your material is all moving in the same direction, if you will, as far as the molecular structure goes, which is another reason that drawn parts are stronger than uh, like the equivalent machine part. So by folding the metal over and then putting the seam in, assuming that the seam is put in correctly, you end up just following the way that the metal wants to actually be formed. Compared to as a solid chunk, You, if you get a nick in it or whatever, you create a tear point and with the double walls you don't have the same thing oh interesting yeah, it's weird and shit, there, there's, there's something with uh the fact that solid is more likely when you bend solid it's more likely to stay in place than tube is tubes more likely to come back than a solid is I think that you are correct on that but also another point on that is that with a solid when you crack a solid it generally will bend a tube instead of cracking a solid piece of metal. Because once yes. you crack a solid piece of metal, that crack continues to spread until you remove the weak point at the tip of the crack. Well, I mean, that's sort of... That's the same concept for sheet metal, too, right? So if you're, uh, you know, as far as stitch welding versus, like, fully welding, something like that, if you have one, you know, a chunk of sheet metal tear... If you have it all seam welded, it's going to tear the whole way down. Or if you have it actually stitched, it will only tear theoretically, unless you've got a lot of force on it. Now, it's, sheet metal. it's not going to tear the whole thing up. The one thing with that is um, if you stitch, you can do basically where you overlap your stitches. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. where, where you have, where you'd put you like your one inch wide beads and then yep. you can go back over and fill in the gaps in between. And it does the same thing. Really? I didn't but know that. The only, the only thing with that is, is that you add more heat, the heat-affected zone. You make yeah, that which, larger. Which kind of which, compromises it. Which compromises but. it. So it's not really worth it. But I know, like, I put, or I welded a, oh, shit, what was it? Uh, Front-end loader. I welded a blade on the bucket. Hmm. And when I was talking to the guy, or talking to one of my coworkers about doing it, he said, do not take and weld, like, six inch long beads on it do a bunch of two inch ones evenly spaced then go back over and in between each one of those weld it again 
Yep, I've heard that before. Uh, that's like when you're doing links, right? If you're doing a circular link and you've got one of those six-sided bungs, you do one side, then the other side of the bung, and then you flip it and you do it again until you go all the way around, uh, hopping across the tube in a hex pattern, and that actually ends up being stronger. Yep, because the, the thing is, is if you have one continuous weld and it starts to crack, it's going to continue to crack until it hits the end. Yep, makes sense. Um, so That's one that, area that square tubes are actually surprisingly slightly better than if you were to uh, do a continuous round. I, I, weld. I got into an argument one time, a long time ago, on Facebook with somebody about the fact that Square tubing is actually technically stronger to use than round tubing is. Yeah. Even yeah. does it doesn't matter if you run it in like a I'll I'll say a diamond shape or if you run it with the flats in the where the load is going to be basically where the mm -hmm. force is all going to be. It doesn't matter. It is actually technically still stronger. I think triangle tube actually is stronger. So how about we get more of that? That's no, what I, I want. I want an octagon tube. Well, as many sides as we can no, get without see, being the, a circle. Well, damn. I mean, That's a lot of sides, bro. <laughs> though, if we're being, you know, actually like diligent about this, if you could get hex tube, that would probably be pretty fucking strong comparatively. No, I don't think it, I, because I think once you start adding more and more sides to it, it starts weakening it's a it. Circle. Yeah. It bas because basically a circle is an infinite amount of sides or edges. No, it's one so, side, just like the age old no, question of how many no, holes no, does no, a straw no, have? Nope. Is it two holes or is it one hole? Nope. A yes. circle has an infinite amount of sides. I don't know what math no, class it has you went one to. Side, bro. No, I was, was in a college prep math. school. What do you mean? You did what? I was in a college prep school. Oh my god, was, you're one of those was, kids. Did you, have, did you go to an international charter school? I don't think no, so. No, I went bitch. to public school, and it was great. We learned that circles are technical high school. Round and... Yeah. yeah. Um, one of the few areas that the technical high school would actually probably be a little bit better than the prep school would well, be... Well, how many uh, sides does a circle have, then? I'm nuts. Actually, one continuous, one continuous side. It. <laughs> Actually, technically, according to Google and a lot of what I'm reading on here, it technically a circle has zero sides. Yeah, well, so then we're all fucking retarded. Like, <laughs> I guess we're all it has stupid. to have a side because <laughs> it's not technically a line segment. I, I, oh I my god! I I don't know. I always okay, so line I segments are stronger than non-existent sided shapes. Um, sure, we will go with that. that. Wow, this segments. has been quite the derailment from uh, A-Pillars. Oh, yeah, hey, no, not really. We're no, still talking about Tube. <laughs> he, he was so wrong, he left. What a fucking loser. <laughs> oh, oh and he's back. Oh. I'm sorry, I, the autism's running deep today. We went <laughs> zero to autistic in about 0. 0.2 seconds. Well, oh, shit. Um, thank you for bringing us back to the main point, being those A-Pillars. What do you autism. think, Curtis, because you're the one who brought this up, would make the A pillar area on a Cherokee stronger. Is it is it the Door spreader bars. bar? No. Door bars? Because yeah, because that's not helping okay, in the guys, right angle. You guys go look at two what A pillars with uh I don't know how to pronounce his name, so I'm just gonna say Terry. We're Gaddy? just gonna say Terry. Gaddy Gaddy, Gaddy whatever, Gaddy. Gaddy. 
Dad, we'll call him Daddy. I so, keep hearing uh, Daddy, so I'm just gonna call him Daddy. Okay, yeah, what happened to Daddy? Um, <laughs> he almost got squished by his A pillar. Apparently, it sounds well, like damn, no, Daddy almost died. Basically, what his did is, and I just looked at a picture as soon as I said something to you guys about it. Um, right where it connects to the B pillar, it bent. Is where it bent. So you would almost have to have something. Like basically, like it took the B pillar. No, I'm gonna post the picture of it. Basically, it took and it bent the two bends on the A pillar. It literally, it, the one down by where the fender would be, it bent that further in. The one up top on the roof line, it bent it straight out, and then it continued to bend at the from where the B pillar support is. I'm gonna post the picture in the group. Okay, yeah, that I'm gonna post the picture. I'm going for the Facebook one because I don't know how to do the other one. So it okay. didn't crush in. It didn't invert from a pillar to halo. It in it bent further back. Yeah, you oh, can. It looks like it tried to just flatten out the initial the bend in the a you, pillar, my, and then it pulled the um, halo down as it made the bend in the a pillar uh, sharper. I don't, I don't think there's anything that you could do that would allow you to get in and out of the Jeep because the only thing that I would say is you should run a support from your B pillar up to that note or that bend on oh, the wow. A. Like, what else? What about, what about, okay, so what if you were to do a spreader bar, but you did it in kind of like a V formation going like halfway up down to like the lowest point of your like slider or like I guess of your door area and then having it reach back up to the B. I mean, it's not fantastic, but you, don't but... you don't like vertical tubes with this kind of stuff. Okay, so then, okay, so then, well, that would be vertical, be horizontal, if that's it's what hard. you're referring to. Because uh, was, what about like, let's say you use an Ultra Four car for, um, for an example, they usually run two A pillars, one dropping ninety, one going forwards at a forty-five ish. I, I mean, obviously, my angles might be a little off, but. Um, it's a good point. Like you could totally do something like that. It would just make it a motherfucker to get in and out. Yeah. yeah it, well, that's what I'm saying. Is realistically the only way you could do it is you'd make it a bitch to get in and out of that thing. Yep. Yeah. So, but I mean, so as we've already said, Cherokees fucking suck. Stop trying to make yes. it last forever. Build a fucking chassis. Boom. Yes. All right. We Thank learned our answer. I appreciate you. Podcast <laughs> over. Let's go home. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not how this works. Uh, oh, but yeah, you have to stay. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're trapped here for the I mean, rest of the episode. Honestly, that's a pretty impressive bend. Uh, yeah. I mean, short of doing what Cody said and like a, do a double A or having some sort of extra support there, I don't think there's anything you can do about that other than like having some ugly ass support coming from your center node B pillar to. Like the, well, your you'd have to have your um, spreader bar to yeah I guess to that connecting point on the spreader bar that's like the only way and even then you're putting yeah. tube like right in your face so if that breaks you're fucked so, so another, realistically yeah. realistically with the way these things are designed there's no good way to do it I'd honestly yeah. looking at that thing and knowing how that thing rolled I'd be fine with that. I would I be too, care. because I know that. Okay, now granted, that too, I probably would have been. I probably, I probably would get a concussion in my Jeep if I, that happened to me. 
Graham said it to me. Just because it's in the group chat, Cody. It's on the Facebook group chat. I'll put it in. Here, I'll save it for you. No, it's fine. I'm already here. Lazy fuck. Damn. That shit's fucked. Maybe he's just a bad fabricator. Let's just throw that into the mix. I don't know. That cage is very well built. I would not. Classic I mean, cookie no... cutter Cherokee cage. It looks like it all just... of ours. I mean, it's, it could have been any of ours. You know, to yeah, go it back literally... to it, oh. what Cody said, though, is actually fucking totally correct here. It, You know, that's one of those areas where the double A pillar would have fucking mattered, and we're not yeah. in that area. Yeah, I think that nobody, nobody wheels with a double A pillar. I think Jason's the only Ace, one that has Ace. one. Yep. And I, um, I, I, what's his face? Ross Davis's old buggy had one. Oh, yeah, the new, I forget the new guy's name, but uh, it, uh we've been, I gotta too. fucking hit him up too. We've been meaning to talk with him. Cool dude. Damn, bot not built, crazy. Yeah, yeah, bot <laughs> built. Rig. He fucking beats it harder than Ross Davis did, though, and that's saying something. I don't know about that. I never saw Ross beat that that rig up, but beat I like this redheaded I mean, stepchild. I heard well, Ross is the redheaded stepchild. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, going back to it though, like what happened with that rig, I think that maybe if you were to put a support bar going across the top of the door between the B and the C to act or to form like another triangle in there, that might've helped. Another thing that might've helped would have been to have came off of the bottom of the bend on the A pillar. All right, guys, or a think door about, bar. What, about, what about this? What do you guys think? If there was a piece of bent tube that was almost like an oh shit handle on both That's of those That's what I'm bends. talking about. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. But you Might can't have helped. a door then. Um, no, then you can't have doors. Yes, so you can't just chop your door. No, because then you oh. can't have the window and you lose the whole section of frame because the frame's going to hit. Door. I mean, technically it would be a half door at that point. Yeah. I guess. No, no, I mean, just cut it like a U. It'd be fine. Cut, out, cut the shape onto the door. Of what uh, the... I, th I think Cody's retarded. No, I think it yeah. makes sense. I think you could get away with it with a half door, Cody. I don't think you could yeah. get away with oh, a yeah, full yeah. door. Uh, yeah, no, I know. Like, I just look at what your actual spacing is like, but yeah, I don't know. It's not a. There's not a lot of room to keep things factory and do a double A pillar, um, in a way that would connect them and make it actually functional. It's one like if you have two separate A pillars, that does nothing. Like. Now you're just bending two tubes, um, right? And there has to be some sort of triangulation. Ultimately, my thought on this ends up coming back to it's, you know, everything's a compromise in wheeling. And when you start with an original compromise being that it's a unibody vehicle, you're going to continue to have more compromises that stack up and that rollover and the crushing of that A-pillar is just that. It it's nothing bad. It's just the end result of continuous compromises and building an XJ. Uh, there's always an uh, Chromali. If you just build that up. Guys, the freaking Holocaust suckers are here. The what? Is Question, do we want to still throw Eddie in? He just texted me back and said he's good. Oh, <laughs> no shit. Yeah, oh, toss him in. Hold on. Let me double check. I want to hear what, what happened to his, his shit. You know Eddie, he uh he has that Toyota and the yellow um Had yellow the XJ. Got rid of it, right? Well we'll find that out once he gets in here. 
Hold on, let me just double check. I just, he just, I texted him, was like, oh shit, we already started. And then I'm like, then I mentioned it to you guys. But hold on. Give, maybe we'll, we'll talk about that in the future. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, Either way. How, um, how much, but okay. Adding a double A, is that really going to give you no, all the support so. that you need? Personally, for me. Double A isn't going to do anything because you're just putting another tube in parallel. If the first one's bending, why isn't it? I mean, there might be a little bit more resistance, but there's no geometry. There's the geometry isn't there. It's like it's like having a suck down winch in your fucking Jeep when you don't need one because you just didn't build it right. Like So we're gonna get back to some really weird theory that's related to my job, but a lot of the time when you're putting a double bend into parts, you have to thicken the material up in there to be able to get the strength that you need in order to get said bend. Um, and I was told by an old guy that when you do something like that and you double the material thickness in that area um, and double the material thickness in the double bend, essentially what you end up doing is creating 1.5 times the strength. So if you have two pillars, my theory is following what that guy was saying, that it would probably be about one and a half times stronger because even though it's double the material, like Graham just said, you have the same bend. Yep. All right. I'm I mean, sorry for the monologue there, but no, no, it's all good. If it wasn't, if the tube wasn't bent, like if you, if somehow you were able to design an A pillar that was just a straight tube that I met bet, up with I, some other hey, tubes, in I between. wonder what Luke's would do in that situation with it being the weld right there instead of a bend, a, well, a notch and weld. I don't think it would have. I don't think it would have made a difference because it looks like it just. The you only thing that my rig actually Ooh. would have going for it in that situation is the fact that that uh, that whole area for the first foot of my cage is sleeved with a uh, two fifty wall. So, no. or I do have a question. Two fifty wall. Yeah, what's up, Cody? I don't want to just or uh, take away from what Luke was just saying because I think that is important too that he does have a uh, sleeve for what like fucking two feet. We slam that thing back there. In the it's front, a half each side. It's oh, it's in there. I mean, you should have saw Richie. I think was sweating his ass off, slamming this thing in there. It was awesome. Anyways, sledge in there, like um, we expanded the tube out. Yeah, it was, it was hilarious. Now, what if you were to boat side? Come up about fuck. You'd have to come up almost two feet, probably right to get and then run. Wait to get what's the what? What would you average out the uh, gap to be from the bottom of the door to the Top of like your fender line that you'd run your tube to the front bumper. What did you say? Two and a half. Well, where are you putting the slider? If you're boat siding it, you said you're doing it. You're going high. Are you going like, um, fucking high? And then above the the forward door hinge, about as high as I am. Yeah, no higher. Because think of this: what if you could run a forty-five? So you would run your fender bar. The you know I don't know what to call that. You know what people put under their fender to their front bumper, and in that same area. You run as straight of a tube as you could up to as your A pillar, and oh, I mean, so going going off of what I was kind of saying, right? Where you don't have a bend in it, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, yeah, I was uh, kind of building off that. I don't yeah. know if that would help. I mean, it might resist bending a little bit because it's not pre kinked, but mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like if you're in a in a slam situation like that, if it's actually going to help you that much, right? So another thought that I'm wondering about now that I'm thinking on this a little bit more, right? 
I've got a two door, and so because I have the two door and I've got the fucking barn door in there, I wonder if I could actually get away with that, right? Because huh. the section of my door is much larger, so I would have more room to get out if I were to run a vertical bar right there straight down and integrate that into my door bar. The problem is you don't want vertical bars. You don't want horizontal bars. Everything at an angle. I don't. I still don't understand that. The science behind would, that one. I, I couldn't get you... away with putting an angle in there, per se, unless it were to come off of the bottom of the A pillar and then run up to match up to the cage. Um, and at that point in time, like I guess that would work out, but I think it would look fucking heinous. I'd rather have the vertical bar in there, and that's coming from me with my spaghetti cage. Curtis, you're saying that vertical exterior vertical bars are are no no right? Well, because if you are, I understand why. Yes, but, um, is it for Ex- the reason of? Is it because you get hung up on them? Because that's the reason I always see. I just means like any just side load. He's saying like any load pushed onto it in any any force sideways, backwards, left, right, it can be affected. Where yeah, that's right 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 everybody always says angles. Angles on yeah. your cages are the best because it it creates Supported. it creates more support in different directions rather than just one. If you put yes. that bar straight up and down, unless you land directly on that lid like literally dropped it straight down it doesn't it doesn't create the strength that you would get from a bar that would run at a 45 where you could come back and land on it and still have most of the strength from it yeah think of it like a straw to be able to get in and out though you'd have to put a bend into that at some point now you've got bent tube that's running at an angle so what up eddie (laughs) how we doing buddy oh he's muted You there, uh, Eddie? Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah what's up, buddy? Welcome right to on. How are you? <laughs> we're doing Great. good. We're, we're talking about cages and stuff. So if you want to. Yeah, Cherokee cages flatten, apparently, if you roll straight back onto your roof. <laughs> like the A pillar. We've got a. There's actually a picture in chat of a. Uh, yeah, I'll send it to you. To the um, see that, yeah. Who would have guessed? <laughs> yeah, well, we're just trying to figure out like if there was any way to prevent that. And I I don't we think we've we haven't come up with anything good yet. I don't think there is. It's sort of just is the reality of an XJ, I guess, but take the doors off your XJ and it folds in half. Yeah, Basically. pretty much. <laughs> I hate that a door Speaking of folding in half. I do want to kind of get an understanding of what the hell happened to your rig. <laughs> a lot. Before <laughs> we get to that, though, Eddie, do you know Curtis, uh, aka Hackbar? Uh, don't think I do. Hi, I'm, Eddie, the... I'm Curtis. I'm their special <laughs> needs friend. <laughs> yeah, he's that's got a. Uh... Seems to be a, a reoccurring trend here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> I'm Trail Trash's special needs friend. He's ours, you know. It, it just happens. <laughs> Um, he's got a white xj tons 42s uh 42 stickies you know just the usual ori's good dude uh up cage yeah yeah cookie cutter build (laughs) completely like every every other one ton tubed cherokee that's white 
Uh, there's a lot of literally them. the biggest pile of rolling shit you will ever see in your life. Oh, it is pretty dumb. I don't even think your wire, your, your lights work. They do weird shit. What lights? Exactly. No, what? Yeah, like the ones that oh. your your dashboard, how it lights up more when you hit the brake light. I'm like, oh, oh, I know why shit. that. Is. I know why that has. I know uh -huh. why that. Uh -huh. That's because they're literally does. when I was so cutting the floor, when I was cutting all the fucking floor in the back out, I hit the wiring harness that runs to the back. I figured, I fuck it, I'll just leave it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. At least so if the rig did. burns to the ground, I'll get insurance money out of it. You have that thing insured? Mm -hmm. Do it, pussy. You won't. Yes, I do. Yeah. I have it Mine's insured insured. For, I had it insured for. I had it appraised, and it's insured for twelve thousand. That's not really. Yep. Mine's appraised that, or I had mine uh, insured with a twenty k policy. So, yeah. yeah. And I, I probably should not, because that was when I had pit bulls on it still. Now that I got the stickies and uh, the machetes, I should probably get it insured for more. Just a little bit. I mean, not I mean, probably, I'd probably jump it up to 16. Honestly, just get the 20. For The difference between doing a 10 and a 20 for my rig was $5 a month, and I don't care about $5 a month if my rig catches fire and burns uh, down. The thing is, is I have to uh, have it appraised, so I have to show that it's worth twenty, and I highly really? doubt I can do that anymore. Yeah, no, the sure. side that's caved in. Yeah, just just send <laughs> pictures of the on the one side, the driver's <laughs> side. Don't show them the passenger side that's literally looks like a tin can. Yeah, uh, did you have to have a title to get insurance on yours, or just a VIN? Um. Well, so mine is titled and registered in the state of Michigan still. Yeah, mine's in Tennessee, Eddie. So mine was just, they asked for the VIN number. And because so, I had yeah. registration, I gave that to them when I handed them the VIN. But they only asked for the VIN. Hmm, that's interesting. I may have to look into that. Yeah, yeah it's it, not terrible. Honestly, a lot of people talked about it when I started building it. Because a whole bunch of people, what was it? Nick LeBlanc's rig had just burned down. Um... Shit, someone else's rig had just lit on fire and burned down too. Oh, my buddy Alan from Wisconsin, his rig burned down. And everybody was talking about, like, we have all this money wrapped up in these rigs. And if they burn to the ground on the trail, most of the time, you're literally just 100% shit out of luck. You lose everything. At least this way, if it burns to the ground, I'm getting something out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely agree. <laughs> I was just saying, my shit burns to the ground. We're figuring. We're gonna figure out how the fuck to get those tires off there as fast as we can. <laughs> That's all I care about. I don't give a shit about anything else on that rig. Get the Milwaukee. It's called yeah, the fire extinguisher, and you put the fire out. You fuck. Jesus Christ. Yeah, except Ooh, when your fuel cell starts leaking. Yeah. Yikes. So okay, so we take the fuel cell, we throw it into the woods, we stomp on it like so you're, wait, you're gonna pull the fuel cell out of my Jeep while it's Yeah, bro. What the fuck? I'm doing for the boys. What do you mean? <laughs> this so, is um, why we like you. <laughs> Back to Eddie. What what's the new rig and what happened to it? Hold on, one more question. Have you guys seen the trailer for the new movie Cocaine Bear? No. 
we're I'm playing interested. crashes. Why does this with... have anything to do with it? It doesn't. It nothing. Literally nothing. Not <laughs> even a Smokey the Bear. Thing. It came from the Smokey the Bear comments. That's got no. No, it was uh. So a drug plane was traveling through like the woods. It crashed, and then a bear found the cocaine, ate a full kilo. Like based on a true story, by the way. True story yeah, was it like happened the... in Kentucky on the Tennessee border. Love it. Granted, the bear died in real life, but in this movie, he goes on a rampage, and it's fucking hilarious. So I just bear his best life for a little while, though. <laughs> oh hell oh, yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, go ahead. Sorry, Eddie. I just had to throw that out because I was thinking about it. No, no, you're good. <laughs> but it's um, eighty nine four zero. You know, two thirty one AW four. Just factory Cherokee drivetrain. Um, much nothing left Cherokee, you know, body wise from the fire. Firewall back. It's cut off right behind the seats, the back half, right behind the front seats. It uh got a sixty rear. It had a forty four front in it, but we all know how what happened with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the saddest part about it is the the axle itself. It, it's what um what held the axle to the the body and the frame is what let go and caused the chaos. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so is that so, your whole cross members yeah. all messed up? Well, it, it started, or... it's got the, because it's still had the cast wedges, so it still had the regular. Oh, they just put those it. stupid cast wedges in? Okay. Yeah. Well, it and had those, them on those... still. And, um, so it... Go ahead. Yeah, so what broke then? Because I know, I mean, I'm familiar with those because my buddy Jacob's got a truck that he's debating running with those stupid arms they're they don't seem that strong uh, it doesn't seem like an application i don't think that rock crawling is the application for them uh, well what happened what was, broke uh, on them yeah um they had um cut the you know the radius arms off close to the wedge yep. and then they slid a piece of tube over like they cut the tube down the middle and slid it over the flat part of the radius arm and then mm -hmm. welded it together there but it was only like one inch tube that they use from you know extremely okay. weak shit yep. that i should have addressed before i ever took it out but i was in such a hurry to get it out there i really didn't care and it lasted all day thursday and all day friday and then one of them friday night was on a night ride and um one of them broke so i backed up i run my rear winch under the jeep to the front axle snug the front axle back up where it needed to be mm -hmm. and then Winched it up the top of the hill so I wasn't clogging up. And then it got right up there side and it broke that side. And then the front axle just totally rolled and destroyed everything attached to it in the process. And springs flopped out, shocks are cached, um, track bar went away. <laughs> <laughs> it shoved the freaking the pinion into the oil pan and the damn. Um, Fuck, I just had a brain fart. But yeah, shoved it up into the oil pan. And then I will. It went through the inspection or like you know, the little inspection area on the bottom there. It went through that and started grinding on the flywheel. Oh, Holy God. shit. Oh, God. It was awful. And then the whole recovery snowballed into fuck this. Let's rip this whole axe yeah. or put it in somebody else's Jeep and just wagging this thing out, man. That was the, the simplest solution at the time. You know, beer had nothing to do with it either. <laughs> Never. Now, how did you get it up onto the back of his rig? 
uh, on to, uh, oh God, I'm fucking brain farting Dwight. on his name. Dwight's rig. How did you get it up there? He a run his. in the winch? Well, he run his winch cable from the front over the top of his cage and hooked to the front of mine. And then I run my front winch to the top of his cage and we just winched it up on there. And the first time we did it, it worked for like eight feet. And then the winch cable broke and it fell flat to the ground. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> it was spectacular. We did that probably at least three or four times before we got it out to flat enough area where we could get it to where we want it. And uh, the end game was like pretty much on his B pillar. And then once we finally got it there, it was pretty smooth sailing. But getting it to that point was a a mess, say the least. <laughs> yeah, it's always. And it seems like it's always a nightmare when your entire axle rips out of the vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, if we would have done pulled the axle all the way out to begin, we'd have probably fared better just because yeah. there's that much less weight and that much less in the way trying to winch it up the back of somebody else's cage. <laughs> yep. True. So was, I guess no I'd go. Sorry. If there was it was crazy, there was probably at least close to forty rigs on this night ride too and there wasn't a minute that I wasn't, you know, trying to make something happen. And there wasn't 10 people there either handing me a beer or a damn Yeti cup full of something or asking yeah. what I needed. I'm like, damn, yeah, this is couldn't be any better. As bad as it sucks. <laughs> so, so what's the plan for it now? Obviously I don't think you're putting a 44 back in it, especially not with that suspension. Um, um, looking at a 05 up 60 swap. Okay. Keeping the rear. I've, um. Yeah, I'm gonna keep the rear. I've got a '70 in my Toyota, and it's lived for over two and a half years now. So I mean, you still got the Yoda, right? I do. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we were wondering about that before. Nope. I've still got it. I just picked this one up on a good deal and couldn't use it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a pretty slick looking rig. So when are you Minus. scrapping it so I can rob the body from you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the Yoda, not the XJ. Of course. Oh. Well. I don't know, yeah. man. The Yoda's just been too good to know if I can. I don't know if I have it in my heart to get rid of it. Oh, sentimental value. See, that's the worst thing for people. You know, you just can't be attached to things. You got to let them go, man. Yeah. Oh, sorry, 500 bucks. Specifically to Cody. Yeah. 500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just. I have zero mechanical sympathy. I don't know. I'm weird. I'm really fucking weird. I have I mean, a lot of sympathy for my rig, but it's just the sheer amount of time and my friend's time that is into that rig that it feels like a disservice to just, unless just the parts are going to something better. See, I felt the and, same about my ex and then she cheated on me. So, you know, like, <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, well, unlike friend, ex, don't worry. My friends put a lot of time into her too, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh that was gross. That <laughs> was fucked up, dude. But unlike your ex, right? Mine only requires a fuel pump to be happy. You know, oh, it doesn't see, require I just, my I just beat that one until it worked. I don't know. Crazy how the things happen. <laughs> <laughs> just like your Jeep. You know, it's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> I swear to God, my Jeep does not run good unless it's getting fucking beat on. Dude, sometimes you just got to work them. It's fine. Everything will be fine. Like, how but, the fuck did that shitbox make it through Shoot the Moon with no problems, and then the entire beatdown after Shoot the Moon? 
Well, because Treat the Moon isn't hard anymore. No, I'm, that's the no, real I answer. Mean, Treat the I Moon meant... is so easy after Graham moved that giant <laughs> lock <laughs> yeah, right in the middle of the fucking trail. Graham getting what exposed year right now. Uh, I know. Man. Didn't I... Uh, I cracked that rock in half, and then it moved half of it, right? Yes. Yeah. My my diff landed right on it and smacked it. I don't know how. Well, did you? Oh, you guys had to have heard of what happened with uh, Jason and Nick when we were on what is it, the east side of the park? No, Where I was going up something, and I went up, and I started my jeep came up, and it started pushing the rock that they were standing on, and then my jeep like turned sideways while I was up in the air and pointed right at them and kept driving right at them, and I almost <laughs> ran both of them over. Oh my god, We're terrible. Um. I suppose I'm I, really take, I didn't hear. I didn't hear that. So that's news to me. I guess they didn't want to talk about you almost running them over. <laughs> Dumbass. Hey, so, it, it, they should have been standing there. It's not my fault. Yeah, fair. My only thought, Eddie, going back to your rig, is in my mind it makes a little bit more sense to maybe sell the 60U and just go straight to a 10.5. If you're already building one, why not build the other? Because like it's just a gear set and brackets. Well, if he already has it, what's the gear yeah, issue on it, out of curiosity? 513? Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, that makes it tough. Yeah, see with the 05 up, though, it's wider than the rear, so either I buy yeah. 8 on 170 wheels and run a spacer on the back, well, I'm going to have to buy 8 on 170 wheels and, excuse hey, me, hey, and run a spacer on the back. Hey, you want to become my best friend? I got a set of uh, stock Ford rims sitting under my parents' pool deck right now. If you want them, you pay shipping. Uh, they're yours. No, wow. I don't know if the steel. The, I don't know if those will work for the 05, though. Why? Are they clear the. I don't um, think they clear the high steer. The knuckles. Offset. Yeah. They're off. It, uh, it would be the high steers, but yeah. You can get away with it on the 04, but you can't on the 05s. That's gay. Um, but yeah, back to where I was going with that, Eddie, right? Like, you're talking about having different wheel patterns. You've got 513s already, and you're going to be building the front 60. So if you could sell the rear, or yeah, front 60, if you can sell the rear 60 for the cost of buying the brackets and buying the gear set, you know, just go straight to a 10.5, disc brakes, all of that stuff right off the rip. And you've got matching front and rear lug patterns, a slightly stronger rear axle, easier Ford to get work for. Definitely a thought. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you could sell those as a pair, you might be able 14 to get a good buck off of it, right? Sometimes it's hard to sell, like... I'm hearing 14-bolt rear, fr a front steer 14-bolt is the only answer. That's all yes. I can think of. 14-bolts everywhere. 14-bolts yeah. swap the world. Actually, build your cage out of 14-bolts, and then no matter what direction it impacts, it'll just be fine. <laughs> and then think of all the cubbies you could have, dude. Just have the dish facing inwards, and then you have snack cubbies, and one could be a cooler cubby, bro. You could set up a twisted tea bag. You could run a line to your mouth, dude. This is a foolproof plan. I see nothing going wrong. There's <laughs> a bunch of fucking straws running out of the the pinion housing. <laughs> what are you guys drinking? Dead fluid, pussy. What are you drinking? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're a uh. dick, Cody. <laughs> uh, fuck. That's but yeah, I mean, 
I do like the Yamaha design, though. I mean, I know that probably wasn't what the guy was intending, but like I think it was the 2011s. They did like the retro theme Yamahas, the, and, the anniversary edition. Yeah, those things were sick. Yeah, I totally dig the the paint scheme on it. Everybody's like, you need to paint over that. I'm like, I I really like it. I mean, yeah. where else have you seen that on a damn full size rig somewhere? Yeah, no, it's definitely fucking cool. What aggravates me the most the most about it is you know somebody took all the time to do you know all the skins and the the cage work and the back half and all that good shit and then they you know totally skipped that on the front suspension. I was like, come on, man! All this time and money you put into this and you're going to hold up there. Now, do you think it went through a few hands in the first guy to do the body? With somebody else, like think of like what Graham's dealing with, where somebody built the Green Goblin bullshit, whatever you want to call it, and then Shrek, he, sold you it. he sold it. Oh, <laughs> Shrek, sorry, he sold it to another guy who then cobbled it all up, took the four link out, built it for Leafs, right? Graham, yeah, it's a peak poor decision. I am literally, it frustrates me to no end. You can tell the difference between like the original guy who built it and his fab work versus the guy who fucked it up and i've literally at this point cut everything that the guy who previously put shit on it off except for like some really crappy annoying brackets that aren't in the way they're just there so i'm not they're not in there there's no point in me cutting them off but literally everything had to get cut off that that guy put on and there was some stuff that was not fun but i can understand i mean if it's if it's one dude who did the whole thing it's probably tougher to to see that um i don't know I don't, I don't you could probably look at my rig and see all the shit that i did previously and then look at it or continue looking at it and see how much better i got as i was building it because there is some stuff yeah, when i built that nice. thing the first time like i'll put it out there my uh uh frame stiffeners they are not welded on very well. The welds on those, I am ashamed Nobody's of. Nobody's frame stiffeners look good. Let's be honest no. here. Except I for actually, seen... except for Marvels. Marvels are fucking insane. I'll just. I don't know how that. he welded those on that nicely. He's actually a good welder. It's I'm, I'm really yeah. impressed with that. It is insane how how like my fronts, dude. Oh fucking chef's kiss, buddy. They fucking great. My mids look like you know as I've said many times. I was the one to weld them, so it's not good, not good at all. Yeah, there's one but, area that I welded on there that's actually almost okay, but it's only almost okay. Yeah, and then Richie's almost okay area, and then the rest are just like you let Richie weld on that thing. No, I paid him twenty bucks because I was so <laughs> tired of it. I paid. I was like, bro, you want to see this spot for twenty bucks? He was like, uh, yeah, literally like slid under there instantly. It was great. <laughs> And I was being a bitch. <laughs> good times. Good times. Hey, if they're not falling off, they're welded good enough, you know? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it doesn't take much to hold three sixteenths onto like baby China Mopar metal, honestly. Like <laughs> you're, you're, it really doesn't. It's like three pieces of paper set together. The the bar is very low. <laughs> you might be better off with three pieces of paper. I think it'll have more tinsel strength. Well, uh, I got um, I got a fun one. My stiffeners right next to where the cross member goes. I don't know if you guys remember. I know Eddie and Curtis probably have no clue about this, but it's fucking tearing the unibody apart as the stiffener is rolling with the cross member bending up. It's ripping the top of the fucking <laughs> unibody out. I was gonna say where my uh, um, supports for my uh, fuck rock sliders are. 
on the unibody, it seems to be ripping those out, yeah. ripping those off. Even though they're all welded, they're all plug welded and everything. Yeah, that come off wow. the frame rails. Well, see, the trick is to just smack the the stiffener on rock, so you're crumpling it with the unibody, so it all gets stronger, and you just continue to add shit to it. So then it just becomes this massive Mopar metal and crappily like welded three sixteenths. I like they start that. slapping fish plates everywhere. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. More I fish like plates. My solution, you, if you see a crack, just fish plate. <laughs> My solution yeah, don't, for don't what I've got... Don't drill out either end of the crack, just fish plate it. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. I mean, I'm actually taking it. care of there's, the crack. There, Curtis, there's no point. It's going to be filled with cracks. Like, y- you can you can drill and grind your cracks, but they're always going to come back. Like, there's just going to be more. Yeah, so my solution to my current problem is that whenever I actually take the rig down to, you know, work on it, I'm just going to slap another set of uh, kicker panels off of my rocker right to where it's tearing, so hopefully it takes the rocker with it now. It seems like it's logical. Yeah, you know, take the whole rocker off of the fucking door, you know, it'll be fine. The welds on the rocker are mint. I hate this. I hate it. Do I? No, stop this, it. No, this is peak Cherokee conversation. Everyone here has a Cherokee. It's perfect. You know, before Eddie was kind of, you were an odd man out because you had a Cherokee, but you didn't have a Cherokee. Now you have a Cherokee with the axle that's ripped out of the front of it. And just, I mean, although that's like a Ford suspension thing. That's not even, I don't, I don't know if I can blame the Cherokee on that, but, uh, you know, yeah, it's wrapped in a Cherokee. It's, it's, it's peak close enough. Yeah, it's peak yeah. Cherokee conversation. Cherokee used. Yeah, yeah. So how was the rest of AOP? Uh, it was awesome, man. Um, Thursday Thursday during the day was dry, man. It was great wheeling. It was a little bit wet, but, you know, nothing knocked the dust down. And then <clears throat> Thursday night it rained a little bit. It was a little slick Friday morning and Friday around lunch, but it finally dried up towards the end of the day there. And it was it was awesome. It was good wheeling all weekend. We actually we went home Saturday morning after the destruction. But yeah, for the fair. two days, it was it was hard to beat, man. We had a bunch of good people up there and rode just about everything we wanted to. Yeah, I'm kind of pissed. I was supposed to go up either Saturday or Sunday because I was going to grab a seat with Sam. Uh, I don't know what happened there, but you're telling me I could have gone to AOP. Yeah, that's why I was trying to get you to go. Damn um, it. And Fix then, your shit, Curtis. I was my in sh- North Carolina already. Yeah, um, I was trying to get you to go. That's why I asked if you I were... did not have the Jeep though. Yeah, I know. Um and my rig currently has the steering problem. Oh, yeah, fuck you, died. Curtis, you dumb bitch. Yeah, I'll be back in a second. <laughs> uh yep, there speaking of. So my rig's currently got the steering box problem that I have to address. It's fucking like one of the hydro lines is absolutely. You know what would fix that? Full hydro. Interesting. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. Um, and then I've got the bent link that I have to deal with and the fuel pump situation. <laughs> I got to deal with the fuel pump link, situation at the very least. I don't care about having to put a quart of fluid in it a day. That's fine. Um, the fact that it won't run because it kept shitting fuel pumps. And then I got a new fuel cell that didn't fit my fuel cell mount and now I'm just being lazy and waiting for Barnes to ship mine like or that. my new mount so yeah that's where I'm at um, 
but I was talking with Casey as well, and I was supposed to, or I was potentially going to ride with him, then his brother ended up going, and then he broke. So, yeah. want to break it. It seemed like that. I feel like that's the theme for AOP. I did finally get around to watching the um, the Rain of Rocks they did there. That was pretty cool. That section of Little Caesars they were on, though, it didn't look like the spot that I was looking at. Um, we, they did we not do the first ledge. Okay. I was going to say. They like, went around the first ledge. I wanted ledge to see the first ledge. That's the cool trail. Yeah, that's like the impassable part. <laughs> I know, but I'd like... That would make it that much more impressive. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I get their, their argument on that, too. You know, we have a video of, you know, 10 rigs going, you know, 80 feet. It's going to be really boring and not a great video. So, yeah. Yeah. It would have been fair. interesting, though, to watch Overtime absolutely fucking hammer on that thing. Yeah. I mean, he might have made it. Him and that FJ uh, guy, I forget his name, uh, were killing it up until the transmission on the FJ just blew in half. That was a little sad. Y'all have seen that spot person, right? Yeah. No, I have, I have not. Where? Really? Little Caesars as a whole? Recently, or just? So much worse. Yeah, I, 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 I looked at it in the dark and it was like about to rain, so I didn't look at it too closely, but um, it's, it's a gnarly trail. And you can see that in the video. Yeah. The fact that you can see that in the video is uh, you know, you know it's bad. When you can tell that it's already nasty. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, like I said, that wasn't even the worst of it. That was the above the first ledge and yep. easing on out the top. And it was, yeah, it, we, we did it two trips ago. Last two, t- yeah, excuse me, two times ago when we went to AOP, we did, you know, the part they did in the video, we did that part. And they think there was six of us and only one of us actually went up it without pulling cable. <laughs> Sure. And it was dry, dry, dry that day. Wow. Yeah, just and th- those rocks over there on that side of the park are a different kind of rock than everything else. Oh, in the yeah, park. yeah. Those are so hard and polished, and they just have no abrasiveness to them. Yeah, and you need to have like 42s and, you know, some, some decent horsepower and just pray you make it up like. Uh, yeah, I don't think anybody who made it up some of those obstacles in the second half were doing anything. There was no technical crawling there. That's just hold it straight and hit the gas pedal and s- just pray it makes it. I don't think there's was any that worst part about it, the only one that made it up with us last time we was out there was uh, a samurai buggy on 39 reds just petered right up it. Oh, shoot. Really? <laughs> Interesting. He pulled on it for a minute, but it went... Well, he's a samurai guy, so you know they're they're pretty good at that. They yeah. can crawl, but they also can beat the crap out of those things. Yeah, he was on the it goes. What was that quote from Overtime? It was like I did something with my right foot, and then my brain did a little bit of calculation, and it went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like well, that dude's a hoot. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, we like always talked. Good time. We did the same thing with Dwight. We talked with Dwight like right before his, um, what was he on? Was it? It wasn't Rain of Rocks. Rollovers. Yeah, but it was was it wasn't a Rain of Rocks. No, it was. Yeah, it was. Oh, oh no shit. Yeah. So we've talked with him, and Overtime, uh, like right before their 
their Reign of Rocks videos come out. It was pretty funny. I think that's what made it so that DD's video or uh, podcast was the most popular one too, because it just like so perfectly coincided with the timing. We released ours. I think it was a day after. Yeah, it was. It was pretty coincidental, and it sucked because we couldn't talk to him. Like he was, he had mentioned that he had done something. I don't know what exactly he said, but he was, you know, for obviously because they were trying to release the videos, and he couldn't really say much about the rain of rock stuff but it sucked because we would have talked could have talked to him about that if we had you know delayed him a little bit or something but yeah they kept that whole event because i went with him to that event and uh they kept it pretty hush for a while no it was pretty good i mean it was a it was a good um it's probably one of their better rain of rocks series is honestly yeah that was that was a fun one to be at (laughs) yeah they're getting better at it for sure uh, not that the oh, original yeah. ones were bad, but they're just, I think their cuts are getting better and you know, they're doing some more interesting stuff. So, Yeah, they're definitely getting the, the full throttle aspect of it more included now. Mm. Well, I mean, yeah. they, they stick, it's interesting, they stick around, and I could be wrong, maybe they go to places out west, but it seems like they're mostly in like the Tennessee area. That's I think every time it's been AOP or Wind Rock or one of those parks, right? Well, they went to uh, Texas for one of them. Oh, yeah, they, they did, did do Potemkin for that one. Yep. Nick LeBlanc with that. Yep, yep. Um, but I think that one thing I will add is Tennessee wheeling really lends itself to that type of video cutting and whatnot because it's all always sloppy and it's all always a rev limiter beatdown. Unless it's really dry, and then yeah. you just putter up things. It is the exciting wheeling, though. You know, like, what actually yeah, comes through on camera would... well. And, yeah. like, if everybody was just going up to fucking Utah and just putzing up the fucking rock walls, it's like, oh, wow, that's cool. You're not getting the scale. You're not there to feel it out. You know, you're not the one in the rig, so you don't feel the same, you know, emotions. At least with, uh, like, down south, you get the wheel speed, the engine noise, and the tires slinging mud as they're bouncing up and down trail. I mean, yee brother! <laughs> Exactly. So, I mean, I totally get why they stay down in that area. Like, if we were going to film a video of us beating on stuff, I would do it at, like, Richie's place. Because of Richie's place. In that goat or sheep or whatever, right? The goat. Well, I don't give on. a shit about the goat. But... Wait, wait, <laughs> he said if we were going to take a video wait, of us wait, beating guys, on something, guys, it'd probably up, be with the stick and the sheep. Up, I don't up. know. If we do a dog, he's pretty <laughs> fucked wait, up. Wait, wait, wait. Like, I can't do a dog. Jeez. Why do I hear banjos? <laughs> uh, probably because what is going on with a sheep and a goat at Ritzy's house? Isn't there a country song about Damn. when you get to the you start hearing banjos? I don't know. Fuck. No, it's a deliverance, you idiot. Sorry, Eddie. Start paddling. <laughs> um, no, so Richie had this sheep that got oh, loose sheep. and it ran away from the guy's house that owned it. It ended up deciding that it was going to chill at Richie's house on the side of the highway. It caused multiple accidents on the highway. And then it was they there for quite a while. It. it was like three weeks or longer that it was just yeah. chilling in their property. And we yeah, went going... down one weekend to wheel. And <laughs> they, they finally caught it in this like fenced area that was the garden. So we, they put some like plywood to keep them in. And they almost had him like corralled into this little trailer they were putting him in. And then he just 
plows through the fence and back into the woods. So then, then he was, you know, yeah, gone again. And I think they it finally got shot, shot and butchered. Um, but my point was, like, if we were going to do a recording of a video, Richie's place would be good because it's a lot of wheel speed crawls and or crawling and stuff like that. Well, if we if we cut it back, it's way overgrown right now, which we've already talked about. But and where is this? Uh, Connecticut. Connecticut. Oh yeah, just a short trip for me at least. Uh, yeah, yeah prob- you want to be a part of the video? video. Uh, <laughs> not worth it. Um, <laughs> it's a great spot to wheel, but like, it's not worth it if you're not in that area. No, if you were to come up, you would hit multiple different parks from around the area. It wouldn't be worth staying at one spot unless it was Field and Forest. I guess that'd be the only spot, or like Roush or something. But I don't even know about Roush. Uh, for for somebody new, absolutely, I'd say yeah. It's worth for someone it. new, it's worth it. But like, I've been there yeah. four times now. I'm over it. Roush? Yeah, I, I get a lot of mixed yeah. opinions about that place. Yeah, Roush is cool compared to anything that we got in Michigan. Roush is fucking sick, but I am so fucking overwheeling the same driving 12 hours to wheel the same fucking shit every year. I want something new. Yeah, and that's perfectly reasonable. Um, like, so Roush is a really good park if it's five hours away from you and you're okay with paying 260 bucks to wheel a weekend. Well, Ooh. you got to remember when we wheel, it's what? We did Thursday, Friday, and Saturday this year? Or no, we did Friday, no, Saturday, we, Sunday. Yeah. I, I, I know you're big and Saturday. And it was like 240 bucks or something. Yeah, it's like that. fucking ridiculous the prices that you pay for it. Is that say, like I think. Land or well, they they get it? no private they, owned. They, yeah, they get you because they make you do a um membership membership, which costs it's like, like eighty dollars or at, some shit. Uh, Harlan, where you have to buy like the month membership, or yeah. But in yeah, Harlan, but even it's in Harlan, like it's only like thirty bucks or something. And then you're yeah, good and you for the only month. you only pay for the freaking uh, pass. You don't pay to go into the park. I uh, shit. I think between all of us, we probably had. There's no way we all spent more than $170 for the entire weekend, and that was including the cabin. Yeah. yeah. No, that was really um, cheap. When we went to Good Evening, it was 173 bucks for everyone in the cabin, with the cabin included. Um, I would love to go there. Dude, that place is fucking awesome. It's a little on yeah. the small side, but it's a lot more like New England wheeling compared to what you're used to, Eddie. It's got um, some more interesting rock formations than New England, though. Like with some of those, does. like ravines and things that you'd be driving through, and like you yeah. don't. Uh, uh, there's no properties in New England, at least, that have anything like that. But so. the thing that I was getting to, though, is like you drive a little while and you're at an obstacle. Then you drive another little while and you're at an obstacle. And the only way that you get more than like five minutes on the fucking. Um, trail if you will is if you're coming out of the back side of the property it's like 10 minutes on the greens to get out of there yeah but, it's not like fucking roush where you could spend 45 minutes driving around the park or hell even s'more for that matter i swear there was times when i went to or that like last year when we were at s'more um we'd spend an hour and a half just getting to a trail that we wanted to get to now nah, it doesn't help to my fucking pile of 
hot garbage decides to overheat every 30 seconds. But, yeah, you should fix that. Have you fixed you that know, I, One of the things I'm going to do this winter is I want to pull the head off and I want to make sure that the intake manifold's not cracked and that the head is still good. I'm going to be fucking pissed if that head's not good anymore after all the work I've put into it. Just but grind it, smith, ugh, grind it flat the and pro- slap the problem it back is if on. It's, or if don't. It's cr- if it's cracked, that means I got to buy a new head and Fish pour it it. the head. I got a I got a Cherokee head I can give you. <clears throat> okay, I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna give me the head, which head is it? It's if I it's an 0331 head, I don't want it. I've got a 2000 motor and I've got a 90 something motor. So take your pick. I'd the 90 something because the 2000 is going to be an 0331. Unless it's been replaced, I don't know. What I'm trying to remember, whatever head came on this Jeep is the one that float. No, on mine. Mine doesn't have an 0331. It's 97. Yeah, yeah you don't. You got a good is. flowing. I, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. But um, I know the tuppy yeah, heads are the good. Really good. Flowing one. I have whatever Anyways, one flowed the most, and then I pour it and polish. It's a four zero. They none of them flow well. None of them. One of them's better than the other. No, it doesn't. Then it none flows of them flow okay well. compared to the others. Um. But back to where I was going with that, Eddie. It's just super sick because, like, there is never a dull moment when you're wheeling at Good Evening Ranch. The only dull moment is if you drive to the back side of the property and want to crawl all the way back up to the front side of the property, the drive to the back of the property. It's fucking sick. It's also pretty slow when you don't have any uh, rear drive and you try to leave. Yeah, well, you had to get towed out of there. Or when yeah. you blow up your front axle at Harlan and have to go down the sketchy ass hill. That and your and brake line kill, and your tire. Almost kill Morgan. Yeah. Yeah, poor Morgan. I had Fuck one wheel drive. I had one wheel drive and Colin was like, Come on, just go down that hill. I was like, dude, I can't stop. I have no traction now. I'm like one thing. We slid our way down. I somehow didn't die, other than that one time we almost died, but uh, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, we made it out. It was a controlled death, if anything. Graham, I love how you took yeah. a picture of that and posted it in the group. <laughs> yeah, I had to because you were. I wasn't gonna make a make a scene, a scene of about you it again, the, again, uh, your, like the world when we were talking with Nick. <laughs> Cody just goes, "What the fuck are you doing, Curtis?" Or weren't you like jerking it off or something? It was something no, weird. Just, it was something no, worth falling out, no, bro. Nick has the video of it. I'm gonna oh, nobody it. has any context for what we're even talking about right now. He was so holding Curtis is Curtis's dog. A stuffed bear. That's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Curtis's dog has a weird thing where he likes to rip the eyes out of toys. I guess that's my or head off of it. Whatever. No, it I rip the toys off or I rip the eyes out because otherwise he'll dumbass. You have the them. weird problem of ripping the eyes out. I rip the fucking no, eyes off. You have... dumbass. No, 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 no. Why are you ripping the dog toys? Why are you getting dog toys that have fucking eyes? They're fucking stuffed animals from Goodwill because they're a dollar a piece, and he destroys them. Your dogs deserve better, bro. What the no, fuck? I can't afford you over I got here. A fucking Jeep and a buggy you to build. Have, you have stickies and fucking machetes, and your dog's getting one dollar goodwill <laughs> or goodwill having ass fucking toys Man, that you got that you have to scoop the eyes out of with a rusty spoon. <laughs> but yeah, we're bad people. Okay, I get it. <laughs>
I mean, I understand. I do understand that you don't want your dog in the eyes. I understand. But yes, yeah, so Curtis likes to uh, rip the eyes out, play with them in his hands, while then holding the stuffed animal through its eye sockets <laughs> and like taunting us through the camera. It's uh, something interesting. Yeah. Yep. I have to do it every single podcast now. We started with that fucking duck. Do you remember that, Cody? The duck, yes, with the duck head. Yes, you were holding the duck head on your thumb or something. Wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's too funny. Jeez. Um, so... Yeah. Sorry, guys. Are, you said you're building a buggy in the beginning of the podcast, Curtis. Is this actually a thing, or are you just fucking around? He doesn't know. Oh, it legitimately is a thing. I have. I mean, I, I. You know what? Fuck this. I, I'll be right back. We'll go in the garage a minute. We'll go in the garage a minute, and you can see this. Yes, but the I, people oh, you're listening actually, are going to you, you love have progress? seeing the. You know, they're gonna love seeing this through their ear holes. It's gonna be fantastic. Yeah, I know. Everyone, if, if, at Just least, can see the real prison. close with your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta okay, describe the like, whole scene for him. Yep. All right, so we walk into my musty-ass garage with my broken-ass shitbox. You see it there? Yeah, everybody uh-huh. can see yep. it. You didn't even close the door. Okay. What's look wrong at, with you? I did close the door. See, look at that shit. Oh, fucking mint condition. At least it has an <laughs> axle in the front, you know? Be happy. Jeez, Blair. dude. <laughs> mm. God. God, I hate <laughs> you at the moment. <laughs> so... See this? Is it is it clean enough? To no. Fix, have to fix the start. Oh, yes, the fix. Is. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. Then yes. Fix the Jeep do you have a chassis table, or are you gonna do it on your fucked up ass floor? Oh, How much is that? Or what kind of a question is that? Probably two hundred feet, if I had to guess. No, it doesn't. Uh, look like no, it's uh for like one hundred. No, four hundred. Yeah, Graham, yeah. get fucked, pussy. What? How long are those sticks? Forty feet. They look about twenty footers, maybe bigger. No, but he only had like we had them in that pile. That's not four hundred feet. There's nine. Like yeah, forty foot sticks. They're nine. So they would have nine to be sticks. They'd have to be forty feet average to even get close. So I think you yeah. have two hundred feet, but I think you got to. You might need to gym. remeasure. Yeah, dude. I don't think those are forty feet. I mean, two hundred fifty feet might build sorry, a buggy. Sorry, I lied. But it's going to be a little buggy. We bought Charlie and I both bought between us. We bought six hundred foot, and I thought he only took. It looks like he took more because when I because I brought it to my house originally, and then he came and picked the stuff up when I wasn't here. Um, because he was only supposed or he only paid for four sticks of it uh-huh because i had well, there's 600 feet total so yeah there has to be he must have taken a hell of a lot more than i thought he did i gotta talk to him now that i'm thinking about this <laughs> it only yeah, paid for to... four <laughs> yeah you're getting yeah, ripped never off, mind but... all right all right that kid's getting that's fucked. an expensive conversation yeah, what kind of yeah. friends you got out there in Missouri, Michigan, hey, whatever the fuck it is? Hey, 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 hey. I don't know, man. He, I mean, dude, he, he did like all the of the two his... bend. Okay, yeah. shut the fuck up. I hate when people say that. He did the tube bending. It came up with Why a lot of really good ideas. Why did you do your own tube bending? 
Can't you just go like fee fi fo fum and just okay forty five? Okay, let's just, <laughs> let me just go to Harbor Freight and go buy me a nice good old tube kinker a minute. <laughs> hey, don't make fun of the tube kinkers. They come in handy for a uh, um inch and a half quarter wall when you're doing like little bends and track bars and stuff. Yes, they do. But uh no, I have there was six hundred foot. I'm pretty sure he brought some to his barn because we're going to start the chassis at his house or at his girlfriend's house in their barn and then move from there. But I do have a piece of half inch thick, uh, steel that I'm about to throw in a mill this weekend, actually to drill a bunch of holes in and start working from that. And then I will put that chat. Basically I'll be making a chassis table. Okay. That was, that'd be cool. Yeah. Now Which, are you just going to build a okay, chassis techni- from scratch? Technically, both Charlie and I will be building a chassis table. And then when it's all said and done, because I got the steel, he's going to help me with tube bending. He's going to, basically, the chassis table is going to be his when I'm done with oh it. Oh, my God. You're getting screwed. Yeah, Ow. you're getting fucked. Learn to weld. I got that piece got of half steel fuck. for free. You got what for free? I got that piece of, what is it, four by eight sheet of half inch steel for free. All I got to do is put some fucking holes in it and weld some feet on it. No. Give it to me. Yeah. Wouldn't you need to have the table fucking level and plumb and straight and everything, you know, nice. It's going to have adjustable feet. You. Oh, my God. (laughs) You're okay. You can't even build a seat pillar, but you're going to hold on. You're going (laughs) to hold on. So you can't even build a seat pillar, right? But you're expected to make something level? I don't know, man. I don't think I can. I don't believe it. Okay. I mean, I dude, let's it. be honest. Have you ever looked at my cage? Nothing is actually square. No. Nothing is square Look at any Cherokee cage up close, and I guarantee you, you will find something that is off. You can. Yeah. It, you're it, working it with an imperfect platform that nobody has put a. Unless you have like a zero mile XJ that's never been driven or done anything, nobody's done anything with it. Then it's gonna be. You started with a granny, a granny driven XJ. Yeah, it's gonna be straight. But if you do anything other than that, hi, I had one, and then I yeah, I had one drove it. Mine was beautiful (laughs) at one point. All of ours were beautiful at one point. Have you seen pictures of mine when it was a baby? I still wish I still missed when my Jeep was on 33s. It was so pretty. That's like saying you liked your dick before you hit puberty, man. That's just that don't make sense, man. Why yeah, are you it, talking about children's dicks, you fucking? I'm weirdo. talking about you. I hope, your, I hope uh, you get. I hope nobody listens to this. <laughs> I've talked to myself a few times here today. <laughs> I hope you get arrested for that. No, I'm talking about you. You. Well, this one you. won't be on YouTube. We know that for sure. Oh, it's been gone. It's done. It's and we was talking about giving head earlier. Now we're talking about baby dicks. Oh no! <laughs> Wait, Should we go right to the raccoons. I haven't asked for a raccoon fact in a long time. It's been a while. You go. How many raccoons can you fit in your asshole? Uh, clearly not as many as you. I haven't been practicing, so <laughs> I've only been practicing because I got to keep up for Colin. Well, yeah, with all the eye transplants that you've been doing on the just t- the stuffed bears, I'm sure you're just practicing with those too while you're at it. Hey, a little man. preseason before hey, they go to your dog. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, we are fucked in the head. Uh, no, it's just me. It's just me. I'm overtired, so I do apologize for my idiocy this episode. There has honestly, there has been nothing constructive to come from my mouth this whole entire episode. Maybe the double A pillar thing. That's about it. Does anything constructive come out of your mouth anytime? Um, no, not really. To be fair, yeah, no. Uh, nope. I still got nothing. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> If I think of something, I'll, I'll tell you, though. Yeah, just okay, come thanks. Up. We need a random fact. You can just interject whenever you have one. Oh, that'd be great. Um, random well, fact for the day. Lobsters don't die. They just continue to grow and get crushed under their own exoskeleton. Did you know that with a shark, you can manipulate its movements with its nose and, like, grabbing its fin, and you can flip it upside down? Does it die? No, you just can flip it. So, like, you can That's literally, like... What's the point? Then, then you can kill it, dude. Like, so, like, if a shark's attacking you, you grab its nose, and you, like, grab the fin under it, and you flip the fucker on its back. Easier said than done. I don't know. If you ever tried to grab somebody's yeah, nose, I, I, to bite I, you? The only reason I even know this is because I asked my coworkers today, I was like, what's the biggest herbivore that you think that you could fight and win barehanded? And then like, what's the biggest carnivore you think you could fight? Uh, but with a knife, but it's all in its environment. So like, you know, I was thinking kangaroo because all right, it's in the, you know, it's in the woods. Maybe I'll find a rock. I'll fuck. No, no, no. There up, are no dude. kangaroos in the woods. They're in like, where do kangaroos outback. live? There's, there's like, they're you in Australia. You, do you think no there's trees. rocks? There's no rocks in Australia it's that I can pick forest. up. It's not a forest. That's for sure. <laughs> what? So kangaroo in the forest. And then I, then I said that I could fuck up a, a bear for, uh, even though yes, bears are omnivores, uh, whatever. But I think I could fuck up a bear with a knife. What do you, what do you guys think? You think I could do it? I'm pretty sure I, I could fuck up a bear with a gun. What kind of bear? A uh, brown or black bear. Black bear. Because, okay. you know, grizzly well, ain't of fucking course have, it have to be the black one, you fucking racist. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You are fucking terrible. No, just because black bears are smaller than, like, I don't know, a grizzly. No, I'm not taking on a grizzly the size of my minivan. Like, they're, they're not that big, but still. No, it's like, got to be a polar bear, and you have to be naked. <laughs> and all I have is a knife? Yeah. What? Ain't no fucking way, dude. <laughs> but yeah, so then oh I asked God. my coworkers this because for some reason I felt that this was a good conversation to have with them. Um, and then one coworker said a, uh, he said a uh, shark, which I thought was fucking crazy because, like, again, it's a shark. Like that, you're you can't breathe underwater, so now you're underwater with just a knife, and like now you're trying to stab this thing, and then a uh, yeah, like six more times. A fucking knife. It's just a knife. It's a knife. Uh, but yeah, so that's how that conversation came up. And then he showed me a video. He was like, dude, I could take on a shark all day. Check this video. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I guess maybe there's a chance. So yeah, that's how uh that's how that conversation came up and how I knew that. So what do you think is the biggest you could take on with just your bare hands? Probably you. I could, yeah, no, nah, I could, I could fuck you up. Let's go. Let's <laughs> no, you could. No, is he a, herb is he a herbivore or a, car or a carnivore? <laughs> He's I've a herbivore. Classifying him as. I'm Dude, pretty sure I've seen him eat a veggie or two. <laughs> I was gonna say you're a fucking carnivore because all the meat you're sucking. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh shit. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen Curtis eat a vegetable, honestly. Bullshit. No, he, what are you talking about? In his breakfast burritos, he definitely throws peppers in there. That's a, oh, that's a, that's technically a fruit. There's there's uh, seeds, so like maybe I'm wrong. I've only well, seen him the... bring that deer meat around, mystery meat. Green peas. Or not green peas. Fuck. Asparagus. We had the asparagus. Oh, yeah. Who the fuck brings asparagus to Roush? Nick Yeah, that's did, a really right? good fucking question. We gotta have Nick a discussion with great. Nick about that. It was great. Uh, speaking of... Parmesan cheese, garlic, and butter. Dude, shit fucking slapped with those fucking tenderloins. Welcome back, Luke. This guy. who Can somebody teach him how to use his phone? He clearly can't figure it out. No, we're just going to leave him alone. I've been here. I just haven't had anything constructive to add to the conversation because I haven't either. I'm not going to go after any particular animal, especially when I could stay strapped or get clapped. And, you know, I'm willing that's to because pussies that. use guns, dude. I want to see. Oh, bare that's fine. I want, Do you see Smart this beard? Guns. <laughs> There's a reason for the beard, you know, got to keep got to keep it fuzzy, if you will. See, I um, feel like Eddie's up for the adventure. What you what you fighting, Eddie? Oh. For my life, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like worst case scenario. You're stuck in the Jeep. You got no tools or form of weapon and just I'm driving eight. the fucking Jeep over the animal. What are you talking about? What if you lose an axle, yeah, bro? What if, what I'm if still <laughs> gonna send it. I don't care if my fucking ball joints pop apart. <laughs> as long as there's enough forward motion, it'll be okay. Or I guess you could just key. You could kind of, like, maybe if you had doors, you could, like, hide in the Jeep, but I don't know. Uh, speaking of ball joints, Curtis, where are my ball joint eliminators? Yeah, about that. Yeah, is that, is wow. that still coming? You think someday? Oh, uh, one day, maybe. Probably. Probably not. I don't okay. know. Didn't okay. he pay for them? the prints. No, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't pay for them. No, then who cares? It's fine. It'll be fine. They were going to be, they were free. They're going to be free to him. Yeah, but they're never coming, so it well, yeah, well, you know, the problem is I don't even know if I have enough material to do them. Plus, I haven't done them at this shop, so that means, like, I got to program all the shit, and I know well, I sound like you just like leave your files in the in the machine at your old job? You just Different left machines. I can't, I can't translate the files over because they're two different machines, and it's all done conversation. Works. Yes, it is. I don't think it is. Unless you can, I actually have the files saved on a USB drive. If you can figure out how to get those files changed into an NC code and then sent that NC code over to me and then change it back to the conversational programming that I have on the machine now, then yeah, I'll gladly do it for you. All right, bet. Give them to me. Okay. I'll send them over in the morning. Just tell me what you need them to be and I'll work on it. Bet they need you to I can do it. They literally need to get turned into text files. And they should text files. Okay. You got to figure out how to turn them into NC files and then NC files get turned into text files. And then they have to get turned back into a conversational file for the different machine, which uses different. It, Yeah. I can't explain it to you. No, I don't think you need to. I think it's, I think it's, you're right. Machine dependent. I don't know. It, because of them being different machines, I can't literally just take the old programs and put them on the new one. The one I have now, or that I use now. That's but annoying. Well, it, it really wouldn't take that much for me to actually do it. It's just, I'm lazy. Okay? 
I bet you. So are you building I these? I do. I have oh, them cool. on my rig. I'm the old, wait. Uh, let's see. Me and one other person have them on our rigs, on our O5 pluses. Who's the other person that isn't me? Uh, no. Um, well, technically, Colin has a set. Um, and then existing axles. He has no five plus. No, Does he Colin really doesn't do anything though? That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, you, so Graham, you should go over to Colin's parents sometime and steal them from him. He has them. No, yeah. he has a set. Yeah, that little bitch. And he has a set. Of <laughs> he doesn't need plans. those. Those aren't going to be in a rig for another five years. Yeah, so you're going to be sitting them. in his parents' bedroom. I'm pretty sure it was either that. It, I'm pretty Hold sure on. I made. You need to get. It's either him or Jared Ray that has a set. Maybe he only had the tube clamps and he never got the or the ball joint eliminators. I don't remember. We need to hurry up and get that program figured out. I need a set of those. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what the worst part is? Do you know how much just the fucking bearing bronze for those things costs? Oh, it's high. The bearing bronze itself is like $40, $40, Oh my God. Cry about 40 fucking dollars. Yeah. Fuck aren't, you. Aren't you like in a, a machinist? Shouldn't you be making money? Yep. Yeah. What do you sell them for though? Well, I don't sell them. I've never sold them. They, everybody that has them, I've built them for, for free. Well, that's a bad business practice. Yeah, uh, yeah. ROI is not supposed to be a business practice. The ROI on that is just well, screaming you know, you're, bad practice. You're, you're out of... Oh my god, I can't even talk. You don't have a choice in the matter. You're making ball joint eliminators. Uh, I literally just so built... Give me a like, price. Honestly, I, I told you that I would tell you a price. I'd tell you what I had into them. To, or money-wise. That and shipping, and that was it. I say you just you just send him money, Graham, until he sends him back, and then he either sends him with money or he asks for more in return. I, that's a foolproof plan because now, right now, you're just harassing him about things. Not harassing him. You're you're asking for something that's just no like force, not existing. Just forcefully try to send him yes. money through Venmo or something until he accepts. No, 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 no. no. It has to know, be. Colin, like in Colin the mail. did that. Colin sent me money, and it took me like. Four months to send him the stuff. Hey, four months is faster than the two years you've been asking. Guys, guys, (laughs) they've already been done. They were already done, and they literally just sat there. I was just too lazy to go to the post office. That's because he didn't send enough money. You guys have realized this, but I've become very lazy. You should fix that. I'm working on it. Thank you. I'm glad to hear it. Maybe someday we won't have to deal with lazy Curtis. It'll be maybe if I move to New England, I won't be so lazy. Graham, can I move in with you? Yeah, uh, he's looking at a one-bedroom place right now, though. I yeah, don't know but you can sleep work. on my couch or in my bed. I don't care. The living room's huge, so I mean, it <laughs> I could love work. that you can sleep in my bed. Uh, <laughs> we could have a slumber party. Wait, no, no dogs let on the bed. Curtis can't sleep on the bed. <laughs> yeah, what about the dog? Can the dog join? Uh, I think the dog. I think the dog would grow on Graham. That's weird. I don't mind dogs as long as it's not. I don't as long as I don't have to own the dog i love dogs i just don't want to have to deal with all the messy parts of owning a dog right like yeah that makes I mean, sense take him out every morning or walking him every day i mean i know that's like part of the experience and it's dude it's that's good. why I, I can't i can't 
leave here because I can just let him out and he roams in the yard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what if he comes back with eyeballs though in his mouth? Yeah. <laughs> what if he... Then it's a, then it's a problem. After the rabbit one morning. He did. Yeah. That's oh, funny. weird. Hey, he killed we... it. That's sick. Good for him, dude. That's more than you shot this year. It's because I haven't even gone hunting yet. While your dog's out, you know, filling in, he's putting in the work, and you're just slacking. I know I am, man. It happens. So when are you going to go, go hunting? I go, hunt, I go hunting next weekend. Cool. I don't care how far. I'm taking the 338, so I don't give a shit how fucking far away that deer is. I'm shooting it. Oh, boy. I don't what? give a shit if it's in the next county over. I'm still shooting it. Oh, my gosh. So what's the uh, like average distance that you'd want with a 338? Uh, you understand. Like, I could, sh- podcast. could literally shoot great. over a mile with that thing <laughs> if I wanted to. Honestly, yeah, Curtis, I'd give you $500 if you could shoot over a mile. A 338 can shoot over a mile. Accurately. No, he wasn't you. talking Accurately. about... He wasn't talking about the 338. He was talking about you. Well, like, I'm saying no. I'm saying both. I don't know. Like, what's your preferred range with no, a three three? Uh, I don't know. My for a deer, I I think I've just shot one at four hundred with it. Hell yeah, that's I'd say it's so, suitable. That's suitable. Uh, I it wasn't a good shot, but it hit it and it did die eventually. Um, I probably well, would never shoot that far again with it at a deer or an animal. But also, correct me if I'm wrong, though, but that's like 195 or isn't it like a 275 bullet weight on that thing? They're fucking heavy motherfuckers moving pretty fucking quick. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to, I'd have to go inside. I just know that they're a big inside? motherfucking bullet. Um, But like, personally, I'm a 300 yard shooter. So I wouldn't shoot anything past 300 yards. I'm more of a hand-to-hand combat kind of a guy. The, I, I think it's 250. I think the ones that I have, right. or the polymer tip ones that I have right now are 250 or something in that range. They might be a little less because I wanted a little bit more uh, range out of them. Because I figure if I'm using a 3038 that I definitely need a lot of range, but... No, powder is powder is good, you know, flavoring for the for the animal. It'll be fine. Yeah. But when the bullet doesn't start tumbling, it doesn't really do shit to it. Yeah, it just goes tumble, through. Like Okay, okay. So what you're saying is you need to get an old school Mosin, cut it down into like a you know one foot funny? barrel. The first <laughs> the tumbling... deer I ever shot was with a fucking Mosin. Really? Uh-huh. So get that same gun, cut it down. So now the tumbling effect happens almost instantly. I mean, I've seen what's his name? What's his name, backwards. Luke? What's his name? The um the, the gun. Yes, have you seen that video where it literally yeah. does the paper and instantly it starts tumbling? It's fucking so there's awesome. the good kind of tumbling and the bad kind of tumbling, and the good kind of tumbling comes from velocity. The bad oh. kind comes from cutting it too short. Oh. Yep. See, I'm clueless. Okay, I was just I don't know. Why don't you not talk about stuff you're clueless about? 
things like I'm wheeling and about. fixing your shit. Um, well, <laughs> if you guys want to talk about, you know, commercial toilets, we could get into spuds and how if you don't tighten them enough, then the vacuum seal will not work. And then you have like Anyone a two point five gallon. Jeep. I just installed a spud into a toilet today. It was great. I'll install <laughs> a spud in when you put one in your Jeep. Cody, well, put a spud in your uh, driver's no. seat. <laughs> uh you could i can bring one with me next time and just set it there if you guys that want or we could talk about putting in a, a an led ballast into an emergency light I, I know a little bit about that um no machinist stuff or you know mechanical things but i got a little bit of you knowledge that. That, anything I mean... useful cody knows nothing about <laughs> yeah oh yeah but you know when your house you can... fixing, don't give me a fucking call pussy all right i get it <laughs> it's fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember jokes on you. Funny. None of us own houses except for Curtis. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you washers come fix my washer easy. then? I probably could actually. That's the washing machines are simple. There's only a few things that make them work, and if it don't work, it's broken. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's, bro- it's broken. Oh <sighs> fuck! All right, did we end this here? I feel like we're, we, we have devolved for the past hour and a half. So, like <laughs> things are not getting better. Well, um. This Eddie, dude, I can go get my Chick Fil A that's been sitting outside the door for the Why last. Why didn't half you go hour. get it? Because we. He's not allowed. He's not allowed to eat until he's finished. Yeah. Um, well, Eddie, I'm getting too distracted by the food. Okay. Sorry, Eddie and Curtis. Thank you for coming on. You guys are awesome. Uh, no, you look. You don't have to lie to me. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I've been Cody, how do you really feel about me cool. being on here? Me. I think yeah. you're great. I think you're a fantastic oh. form of education to not do drugs. He's <laughs> <laughs> a poster child. <laughs> and every time we talk to the mentally want. retarded, we get a tax write-off, so don't worry. <laughs> this is our little make-a-wish, kid. And y'all getting a hell of a retard if you get that. We <laughs> <laughs> got two on this episode. What the fuck? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Curtis, honestly, I love you, dude. You're... Your uh, comedic effect with everything you do and say is fantastic. Uh, Eddie, you know, every once in a while, he comes in with a technical fact that's actually relevant. Oh no, dude! Oh, I mean, the beginning of say something strong. that's smart. Most of it the time, was, it's not. It started out incredible. We might get like a new listener who's like, "Oh, dude, this is sick," and then and they're then like, "Hand to hand combat, beating shit with <laughs> sticks. What the hell is wrong with you guys?" Beating sticks. <laughs> That's yeah. Thank we you for coming on as well. You're always the comedic relief, and you know I didn't know it was possible to fucking strap a Cherokee to a YJ on the cage. Cool. That was cool. Yeah, and and the short notice stuff, guys. I know you guys neither yeah. were planning on jumping on tonight, and you know, honestly, when the second I saw Luke call me, I was like, "What night is it? It's Tuesday, Tuesday. night." <laughs> I'll take some partial blame for that situation. No, no, no. You were you were very short notice, and you're not home either. So you know you get a you get a pass. I'm just bad because I didn't see the message before we started recording, and like that's my fault, not yours. So don't worry. My dog's outside the door. On that note, he's probably eating your Chick Fil A, bro. You better get it. Damn, eyes out of it, quick. Yeah, get the eyes out of the Chick-fil-A. Okay, we got to this. All right, I'm cutting it Bring here. Bring me my Chick-fil-A inning.